following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. All right, here we are in the shed. We're going to be starting a cyberpunk adventure. Chris, you want to do the thing over your head again? Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to be playing this cyberpunk adventure today live on the air. In addition to playing it live on the air, we are going to be learning it live on the air. Um, it's the way we like to do things around here. That is, uh, that is how we rock and or roll. We're going to have. There might be don't a lot of our lack of yeah. preparation dissuade you from watching. It's going to be super fun. <laughs> that makes it fun. Basically, we I've all wanted to play something like this for a while, and yeah. none of us know what we're doing, and so we're going to just do it together and we'll make just it make awesome. it up. Um, Kurt, what does Cthulhu think about that? Cthulhu thinks. Oh, you oh, where'd he go? There you go. Cyberpunk is for wussies. Real men devour universes. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, Cthulhu down there in his, uh, his, his, uh, his dice pool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we're here. We're going to be playing a, um, a system that's a dungeon world hack. Um, it's based on a different world, but we're going to take the cyberpunk part of it and try and make a game out of that and see what the hell happens. Yeah. Um, what's going to happen is at least about an hour's worth of fun. <laughs> For sure. I, I think we're, pretty, we're committed to that, at least. Should we be um, a little more explicit bit about So we're using little pieces of Sixth World. Can we say that? that I don't don't see why not. It's a free thing. Yeah, just in case people are curious. I just don't know how to refer to where to find it because I found this PDF years ago. I think you can still find it online because I think there's newer versions, but the the links were dead. I think we're using version 1.2, and I think there's probably a newer one out there. It Um, is a fan-created Dungeon World hack that kind of mirrors the uh, Shadowrun universe. It's intended to to give you a Shadowrun feel. But we are not playing Sixth World in the sense that, you know, it's 130 five-page PDF of rules and description, and we're just taking little pieces out and running with it. Yeah, the idea was to play a Cyberpunk-type module, but even the Cyberpunk 2020 rules, although they're not very complicated, uh, it would be easier for us just to keep with the Dungeon World uh, archetypes and all that kind of thing. So some of the moves uh, may be named differently, but it's the same thing. So yeah. if you're watching this and you are like a six world aficionado and you're like, these guys stink. Yeah, don't burn us too bad. Yeah, yeah don't don't burn us too we're not bad. really playing six world. Or if you're a Cyberpunk 2020 fan, which I know some people that listen are, no. uh, don't. We get it, man. Yeah, no, no need to test. <laughs> by, by the way, there was just a news flash that came in that I just want to make sure people understand. <laughs> that, um, it's funny because I do have some news information. Do you? Okay. New, news I think flash there might be another that. update on that one later. Okay, there we go. Um, <laughs> we need to have brought But in the meantime, to... Yeah, um, pineapple face mask or something? To, uh, that would be funny. <laughs> to um, introduce us to what we're expecting to do today, we're going to let this guy go ahead and talk. Go ahead. I don't know what I'm talking about, but... Uh, all right, so I'm going to keep with... I want to say the Sixth World already had in it. It was the year 2050, so we'll stick with that. Because if we went with the original Cyberpunk 2020, it's 2019. And granted, we do have some cool uh, tech these days. And there's probably a lot more tech that we don't know about that you know people are working on in the background that will come out 10 years from now. They'll be like, oh my god, that's awesome. So we're just going to fast forward 2050, which is kind of hard to do because you're trying to tell the future and how the world looks. But... I'm going to try to keep it as localized as possible so we don't have to worry about like what things look globally, but I will have like a little, when we start the module, like a little, here's what's going on in the news. So you kind of get a sense of the world a little bit, but only what's important yeah. to the actual story we're going to play. Because nothing can, about pineapple. Yeah, we can, well, possibly pineapple, yeah. but it will be hot pineapple. If there's any pineapple <laughs> mentioned. And it will not suck. That's all they serve is uh, hot pineapple in the future. Okay. So what, um, between Kurt and I, we've already come up with what character classes we're going to play, gave him a name, picked a little bit of equipment, um, and because I want to drink more water, I'm going to ask Kurt to uh, talk a little bit about what he's done so far. Yeah, so we did uh, not do full character creation, but we got a little bit of a start so that we didn't waste too much of your time while we figured out the basics. Uh, and it's just going to be Joe and me as players, or Joe and I as players today. Uh, I guess it's going to be a buddy cop uh, duo, like... Who is it? Kevin Hart and Jackie Chan, or some some insanity? I'm that's, sure that's from some movie. I don't uh, know. I don't know. But, so, what's uh, your character name? So, I am going to be playing um, Kenji Jalast. 
Um, his last name is spelled X-A-L-A-S-T. Like so that. Everyone just calls him X. Sometimes they call him X-Man or Mr. X, but yes, most sir. of his friends call him X. Uh, he is a human. He is, uh, I assume we're playing in America? Uh, yes. So he is uh, American, but he has a Japanese mother, so he's kind of half Asian descent. Um, uh, we want to talk a little bit about what he lo looks like and weapons yeah, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, a little background, yeah. yeah. We got any back history. Here. So I haven't done a real back history yet. I'm going to talk that through a little bit with Joe, but um, I'm thinking of this guy as kind of like, kind of like a ghost from the Matrix, like super smooth, quiet. But he literally wears a katana sword across his back. He dual wields two heavy pistols. Um, he's got these Ruger Superhawks that uh, have a little bit of armor piercing damage. Um, and then uh, in this world, these guys have, um, I think they call it cyberware, which is kind of cybernetic enhancements. Um, and I kind of have allocated my points so that he actually has hand razors that are like a, basically a small combat knife-like weapon that is surgically implanted That's into neat. his hands. So part of the idea here is he can come in guns blazing, dual wielding like Lara Croft and Tomb Raider. But when he gets into melee, he's got his katana and these these hand uh, razor knives that are going to pop out. That's pretty cool. Um, and then he also has, uh, I guess, and I don't know whether these will come into play in this game or not, but for his cyberware, he's got a data jack. And he's got what are called uh, wired reflexes, which I think basically means if he takes damage in or would take damage in melee, he essentially gets kind of a saving throw to reduce or eliminate that damage. Oh, okay. So uh, I figure he's going to end up in melee combat with his sword occasionally if there's fighting. Um, and then I gave him the data jack so just so that he can interact a little bit you know, with – I think I, he's not a hacker, but I think it lets him deal with like basic door – well, it could be a lot of like stuff. That. It could be weapons, vehicles, uh, yeah. security terminals, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And then as far as um, his con, um, I'm supposed to choose a couple of contacts in the world. Um, he has a bartender friend uh, and a, uh, yeah, bartender friend and then a survival nut. So he's got a, uh, a prepper, I guess, who's out there. Yeah. And then um, we haven't talked even one tiny bit about the story, but I know a little bit uh, about what Joe's character is like. And my thought is that um, X had a partner that he used to work with um, and uh, that partner has been killed or has died. And so he knows Joe, but Joe is not his uh, longtime partner. So like we're friends, yeah. we run the same circle. So your but former teammate has passed away. Uh, right, so now I'm kind of a lone rogue yeah, sure. operating on my own. And then the, uh, the only other piece that looks like it might be kind of important to my character is that he's supposed to have a code, like a samurai code. And when he follows it, he gets certain bonuses and things. And I haven't talked that through or thought that through, but in my back of my mind, my thought is that he's really, he's really, uh, and again, I don't know if this is important in the world we're playing in, but he's really anti-corporations. Um, I imagine if it's the future, that could be very important. Yeah, yeah. I imagine <clears throat> in the future we're going to have large, powerful corporations. And well, that could help by um, some backstory because I would be like, anti some corporations right. as well, for well, sure. And so my thought is that he's very pro-individual power and kind of like the lone rebel. And so anytime he is fighting a large power, whether it's a corporation or government, and or supporting individual like yeah, rights and freedom, then that yeah. would kind of be his code. Cool. He's cool. Thomas this is Jefferson. also just He's literally Thomas Jefferson's true samurai. That's right. That's exactly right. Uh, and this is what we came up literally in about <laughs> yeah. seven minutes before we oh, yeah. went on the air. So. Probably, yeah, probably my thing was about 30 minutes this morning, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but I think he, he sounds cool to me. I like him. It's definitely All right. cool. Right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about mine a little bit. I... Um, I've decided to play a mercenary, and uh, that mercenary's name is Hawk. His uh, real name is Lance Birdman. Min, not man, you right. say. A clever play on a word. Yeah. Um, maybe not so clever. <laughs> uh, but as a mercenary, um, Lance's back story is, um, and it's based off of establishing the connections, or, or, or I'm sorry, choosing contacts from the character sheet, which... Um, by the way, is uh, the, the formatting was for like a paperback book, so it's interesting that it doesn't fill the page. Anyway, um, I chose uh, contacts of veterans clinic doctor and uh, street pharmacist, and the idea for me at least is the backstory for the character is going to be, um, or is, that after he left the military, he spends time sourcing drugs for those in need 
that should have them, you know, so legally, not illegally, not drug addicts. I'm thinking like um, as a contact being a veterans clinic doctor, that one of the things that he would do is uh, at the veterans clinic when there's a, um, a wounded veteran or somebody who needs more morphine and the hospital's not supplying it or the government won't pay for it, um, Hawk goes and steals it for them. It's a, you know, a paid Robin Hood, hmm. if you will, um, but for drugs, not money. Well, anytime you want to hit over, you know, major pharmaceutical corporation, just let oh, it exactly. <laughs> so I, I imagine that um, part of Hawk's job is infiltrating places with a decent amount of security just to get drugs that uh, people need and aren't getting. Okay. Um, I'm picturing him as your typical scruffy mercenary. He's got. Um, you know, patches of, of silver in his black hair and his scruff is a mix of salt and pepper. And um, he wears a heavy leather uh, jacket, which is I'm going to count as the um, the armor jacket. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if we determine how much uh, armor that actually provided. I don't know if you got to that. I, I did. I think it was two, but I will double check. <laughs> so as we had mentioned already, we're kind of learning this game as we go or we're learning the rules. The game itself, the core of it is Dungeon World Rules. Those of you who have uh, paid attention to our podcast or even newcomers, I'll let you know, we have played a lot of games using Dungeon World Rules. Big reason is because they're rules light. Uh, it's easy to jump into a game, uh, say you want your character to do something and it falls under one of these general basic moves. Well, in this game, in this uh, adaptation, they're called core moves. Some of them have changed a little bit, so we're going to try and pick up, pick up on them as we go. Uh, just so you know, Joe, if you want a lined coat, that's armor three, but it's obvious. You could have leather armor, which is two, but it's more subtle, or it is subtle. Or there's a light armor jacket that's two and subtle. All right, that's going to be the one then, because it's called armor jacket, and that's what I'm picturing. He just wears, wears this, um, it's a heavy leather jacket, like a biker's jacket mm -hmm. kind of thing, and inside are some plates for yep. protection. I'm wearing form-fitting armor, which is armor two, but concealed. And seductive. And it's very fit. Also, I was thinking, you know, I mentioned Ghost from the Matrix, and that's not actually who I had in mind for Kenji. Um, if any of you have seen Into the Badlands, which is a pretty sweet show, at least season one, the, the lead on that is uh, kind of the guy I have in my mind. Is that a Netflix or Amazon? No, it, it's a... Man, I can't even remember what channel it was on, but it was, a, it was a network show, like TNT or USA or something. I don't know, but good stuff. And we're just going to babble a bit while Chris does some more prep. You can see him typing away on the MacBook back here. <laughs> yeah, so the character sheet does have... We've got um, uh, characteristics or traits. Um, you know, in D&D, &D, we're used to strength, dexterity, constitution, all that. Mm -hmm. Here we've got sharp, hard, steady, smooth, and skilled. Uh, five instead of six. And Joe and I think that they roughly translate, just in case you care. Sharp yeah. is roughly like wisdom. Hard is like strength or strength and dex. It's kind of your yeah. attack stat. Um, sharp, sharp is going to help us with our perception in the world and what we see and what we um, mm -hmm. you know. Steady is roughly analogous to constitution, we think. Smooth is basically your charisma stat. And then skilled would be, I guess, intelligence, book yeah. smarts. I'm thinking <clears throat> steady is almost unique in that it's the catch-all for in Dungeon World, we have defy danger, and then you pick the stat you're going to use to defy that danger. In this game, in Sixth World, defy danger is one stat, and it's steady. So it's one of those where it's, you know, calm under pressure, it's the ability to persevere. I mean, it's a bunch of different things altogether. So I, I kind of like the way it falls into just one, so we don't have to... Uh, one of the things we do in Dungeon World, uh, it, which we wouldn't have to do here, is, all right, how are you defying the danger? Are you going to duck out of the way? Is it just going to be um, pure dexterity? Are you going to try and knock the boulder down before it hits you like strength? You're just going to try and, you know, uh, puff up and bear it and let it hit you, use constitution. Here, it's just one stat. It's interesting. Right. So I don't know what you did, Joe, but yeah. I um, I think we had four points that we could allocate as, yep. as uh, modifiers. So I took um, plus two to hard. Uh, I envision Kenji or X, um, you know, being in the in the fight with his sword or his guns blazing. So I took plus two to hard, which I think is going to help me on my attacks. Um, I took plus one to steady and plus one to smooth charisma. And I just did. I, I split the four between the first four: uh, sharp, hard, steady, and smooth, and left zero on skilled. I figure. Um, 
Hawk is just going to be an all-around kind of guy. Uh, not necessarily better at any one thing, but not specifically good at things that involve uh, skilled or, as we have interpreted it, like intelligence. He's the bruiser. He's, yeah, he, and, and, and he's average. It's not like he has a minus one. It's just there's no uh, positive modifier. Gotcha. Yeah. <coughs> um, what is the rock and roll skill? That's a core skill. Do you know? Yeah. I I, I'm pretty sure that's the attack. I'll have it here. Um, and Chris already said it. Yeah, rock and roll. When you attack an enemy, roll plus hard. Cool. So the street samurai, in addition to all the core and secondary moves, mm. he gets only thing faster is light move, which is that when I um, rock and roll, so when I attack on a 12 plus, I can deal my damage to a second target within range. Kind of like a monk, you get a whole second attack, uh, um, which is cool. cool. And then I get one other street samurai move, which, to be honest, I haven't looked at or chosen yet, but I will do that shortly. Mm -hmm. And I think I get one more thing that I haven't picked yet, too. Um, I have I have Go Tactical, which is when I check a situation during combat, which for those who are still using the analogy that we are with Dungeon World, check the situation is the same as discern realities. Right. It's when you um, figure out what's going on around you. You assess a tense or dangerous situation. You roll plus sharp. Well, on this, my move allows me to roll plus hard instead of sharp. And on a 10 plus, instead of asking the GM questions, I may instead choose to hold three, which I'm curious what that means in this game. Hold three for what? Does that mean I can just use those somewhere else? Because it doesn't say, uh, I'm sorry, it says you can, it says it right here on my sheet. I just got to read the next sentence. You can then spend that hold one for one to grant a bonus to an ally at any point during the combat. That's actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And then I have to pick from one of these others, which I, I should do soon. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to take honorable, which is a street samurai move that says when I uphold a tenant of my code, I roll plus smooth. And then I get holds that I can um, spend to pull strings, manipulate, or make someone sweat. So since I figure we're not just going to be fighting the whole time, we may have to do some yeah. interrogation or some, some smooth stuff. That might might help me out. All right. The way I picture this character, I've decided I'm going to take this move, this other um, mercenary move called Adapt and Overcome. When you fail a move, instead of marking experience, you may roll plus skilled. On a 10 plus, take plus two forward to your next move. On a 7 to 9, take plus one forward. When you're trying to do what? So if you fail any move, yep. I can roll plus skilled. And if I get 7 to 9 or better, I actually take a plus one to my next move. Huh. But you're over zero in <coughs> skilled, right? Yeah. Yeah. But this is the kind of thing I anticipate, or I, I think this character, Hawk, has spent a lot of time getting out of situations where things are going bad. Right, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So if things are going bad equals I rolled a failure, <laughs> I have a chance of actually doing better. Yeah, but, you're better digging yourself out yeah. of holes than most people. Right, so we've got our armor, we've got, we know our attack, we know that, Joe, you know what damage yeah. you do with your weapons. I do. Um... The essence is what we use to buy our cyberware. Did you buy some cyberware yet? I didn't because I have no idea what it is or where it is. I don't have the book in front yeah. of me. Kurt has the PDF. Do you want me to run through it really quick? <coughs> ah, cool. Anything that would um, increase shooting accuracy or armor would be important to him. Okay. Maybe some cybernetic like, eye stuff. Yeah, so generally, yeah, generally there's cyber eyes and ears that really enhance your vision and your hearing. Um, there's stuff that you can do to enhance your perception. Uh, let's see, you are looking for synaptic hardening. You gain plus one armor against matrix attacks. I don't know if we'll have matrix yeah. attacks. So something yeah. might be important for him is either like if he's doing the cyber eyes, be like thermographic or low light or uh, the smart link, which he would give him uh, like bonuses on his rock and roll. Okay. Yeah, smart link. When you rock and roll, you never graze the target. Uh, 10 plus, ignore one armor. That'd be good for you. That only costs one essence. Smart link. Okay. I'll put that smart link. Um, and depending on, you know, he could do more options in his eyes, you know, if he wanted to. Yeah, you can get basically see in the dark. Which might be important for a guy that's a sniper, you know. Right. So you can get the thermographic a little bit. So when you check the situation, you may ask one additional question from the list for the thermographic okay. little light. Yeah, we'll do that one. too. Thermographic, low light. And he already has the bone lacing. For oh, yeah. body oh, if you have bone lacing, right. <laughs> so then if you make an unarmed attack, you deal lethal damage and you take plus one to gut decks. Yeah. 
Gut check, sorry. All right, so you've at least got some we can play yeah, with. Yeah, that gives me something to start with. That's good. Cool. <clears throat> How many points was thermographic low light? Looks like I think it's just one. I think it's just one. Okay. Which is that big so deal? realistically, gonna... if I want to get yeah. around to anything, there's four more I can do. Yeah. Now, what's the um, point of karma? Do we know? I don't think it'll come into play, and I can't okay. remember. It's one of those things I think it wasn't a big deal, because that might be more of the fantasy element of the game, but okay. I can't recall. Um, even with the essence, that's kind of like your humanity for all the Cyberpunk mm -hmm. 2020 guys, which you guys aren't, you know, you get, you lose too much humanity, you go cyber psycho because you're just a robot you don't care about. I'm going psycho. <laughs> I'm going psycho. You load up. up. Yeah, you got to like uh, balance yourself out. Yeah. But we're not going to have issues with this, with the characters anyway. So, Karma is kind of like our hero points. It lets you boost rolls and, and uh, improve damage. So I would say, we, I would say we just go, you get a failure, you get a chip, kind of yeah. play it like how we normally do. Instead of Ooh. actually having karma points. Yeah, karma that's points. basically the uh, <laughs> the idea. <laughs> All right. So, Cyber Psycho it is. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yep. God, I've got it. <clears throat> Losing it. I may try to put that up. I yeah. Karma's kind of a catch-all, it looks like, for role-playing well and being cool. Okay. So. Well, I could I just write the infinity symbol under mine? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the thing, the Ouroboros. Yeah, the creature Aurora it's like, 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 it's like eating itself. But it's like oh, yeah. Ah. Um, I've seen that with like the dragon kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, is that what the D&D symbol is now? Is that a dragon eating its own tail? The <laughs> and? It? It's a dragon. Is it eating itself or is it like flames coming out with, for one of the things? Like the dragon's head uh -huh. is like shooting. It could be spitting out its own tail. <laughs> tastes like crap. <laughs> it tastes like poo. I'd say my back end, it tastes like shit. It's like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Wizards of the Coast. All right. I think <laughs> we still dig, like, dig you guys. Oh, yeah. We'll play D&D again. <laughs> Faux show. Oh, um, Kenji also wears his sunglasses at night, just so you know. Oh, of course. So he so can. So you he always can. have your sunglasses on, and it's always dark and <laughs> <Yeah>. rainy. <laughs> All right. Or Shall we case, start? Or in this case, it might be a little snowy. A little snowy. So that's not, that's not, uh, not too bad. 20 minutes. I mean, snow. Now that we, we have half of a clue of what one clue might be. Oh, yeah. Jeez. So we're quarter clueless. Mm. I don't know. Lucky you can see in the dark for extra clues. Yes. I mean, we haven't talked Dark clues, all. dim yeah. clues. We haven't really talked at all about like our backstory or how we know each other. All right. So, so that makes sense to... this one time at band camp. So what I'm thinking is we were breaking into the same corporation at the same time. <clears throat> the first time this happened. <laughs> and I realized you weren't security and you realized I wasn't security. So we're breaking into um, Big Farm Co., and this is prior to our current adventure. Yeah, and 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 um, we just realized we're there for probably two different reasons. What do you have against big corporations? Like, what would you would you just be going in there for some sabotage or something? Well, for that, like, it's almost like they infringe on personal liberties. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would be like. <laughs> Mm -hmm. liberate you know like you know they're aggregating all of our personal data so that they can okay. sell stuff we don't need and just so i'm always like messing around with their system yeah. taking down their computer yeah. system so you're able to to while you're wiping some data you unlocked um one of the uh the lockers with the drugs that i needed to grab right. and we've kept we've kept in touch right and maybe going on one or two other jobs since and right and I, and I wouldn't have been the hacker per se uh but maybe my partner who died was the hacker oh uh, yeah and so i was like you know support you know martial arts yeah, right. firepower assistance what was your partner's name pre-x don't i'm going to use that later okay so that'll come later. okay x's well, partner well actually we could say it right now x is x no his uh his uh partner's name was zen shin Zen Jin. Yeah, so Z, you called him Z. You guys all just went by out of one, one letter name. Cool. Okay. And I'm getting coffee delivered. Oh, look at that. What? Fantastic. We literally just came in and the video from off the air. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> so my partner was uh, Zen Shin. Yeah. Or Z for short. Um, Z for short. Yeah. Can it have been a female? A negative. Negative. <laughs> you could say that the hacker's name was a, a Y name. So you, you guys were X, Y, and Z. Oh. And you could give that a female name. There we go. Yeah, in my mind, I had a female hacker mm -hmm. companion. So, so that would be a Y, whatever you want to make it. Okay. Yoshi or something. Yeah. You want to stick with the Japanese? Why are we all going to be Asian? Because it's cool. Because <laughs> it's cyberpunk, baby. <laughs> X, Y, and Z, baby. It was, it was Yvette. She was Swedish, a Swedish blonde with two Asian dudes. <laughs> she was a hacker. She could still be around then. Okay. 
So Zenshin's the one that got you know he got killed in the line of duty. Okay. <clears throat> got it. Zenshin's <laughs> there. Um so how long ago now this may be a question for Chris more so since you've got that in there. How long ago did you lose your partner? Within the last five years. Oh uh, yeah, so I was pretty recent. I was thinking like six months ago. Yeah. Okay. Pretty pretty recent. Recent. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that'd be even better. Yeah. Because yeah, that, that, that would good. explain why yeah. we were trying to get together. You're looking right. looking for love in all the wrong places. Right. <laughs> yeah, I can't do what I do by myself. Like I need yeah. I need two or three people. And I usually do what I do by myself with a hell of a lot of planning. So it's all about preparation, the tactics, and right. and most of the time. So not how we do our gaming setup. No, <laughs> most of the time, what I do is I'll I'll knock over a, a transport or something like that, rather than infiltrating a building. I'll just get a truck that's moving drugs from one place to another. Yeah, so you interrupt yeah. the yeah the transportation yeah. process. It's easier, right? It's, yeah, obviously easier if to I'm take over alone, something and then trying to break into an entire yeah. building. Yeah. If I'm working alone, I'll, you know, I'll um, take the vehicle, assuming there's still cars, whether yeah, they're hover cars or not, whatever. Take the vehicle, um, uh, disable a vehicle, leave it in the middle of the road so the yeah. armored truck has to stop and then, you know, come out and yeah. get out. In um, my mind, he's like Kurt Russell from uh, Escape from like Yeah, from New York. <laughs> um, Hawk now does have an eye patch, but it's like a pirate's <laughs> eye patch. He moves it from side to side. Right. He doesn't really need it. Yes. Yeah. And that actually helps account for the uh, thermographic low light. Right. Um, there's actually a glitch in that implant where he has so to keep like, it covered oh, when it's this. bright yeah, out. Right, yeah. Hmm. That's a good little, yeah, thing yeah. that could kind of go bad for you later. Yeah, it will. Uh -huh. I'm sure everything I do goes bad eventually. Uh, all right. So where do we start? What Do we have a city? Do we have an area? Uh, so we're going to start in L.A. Law. We're going to start in law. So in the, in the way things are, too, and you might have saw it in the, the rule book where there's like all the cities, like the mega cities, like these urban sprawls. Where the, and you said uh, the year is 2050? Yeah, we'll stick with that for now because, the, yeah, make sure the tech makes a little bit more sense. Obviously, because Cyberpunk 2020 came out, what, 87 or something? So they weren't too bad on some of the stuff, actually. Pretty close. Uh, and VCS, I'm typing just a few notes as we play. Um, and, uh, and, and for me, I'm typing just so I can do that. Oh, man. <laughs> Cyberpunk in Los Angeles, 2050. Yeah, so think of like if you've watched any of the Judge Dredd stuff, there's these huge mega cities that take Yeah. Over. And it could be like, you know, this is a nice part of town right next to a piece of crap part of town, yeah. next to some uh, greenery, you know. Mm -hmm. They want to keep uh, things like that. So it's all, it's a mixed match of whatever's going on. So it could be like uh, your danger zones or corporate zones or medical zones. Is there a highway to the danger zone? zone? Yes, sometimes. <laughs> Only if Kenny Loggins is driving. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me, Goose. Yeah. Close for missiles, switching to guns. <laughs> we were inverted. This is where, yeah, it's, uh, bullshit. Uh, this is where you could uh, uh, queue up. <laughs> this is where you could queue up uh, playing with the boys. If you guys were that kind of thing. <laughs> Spike it. <laughs> I, I Sorry. Slider. If you don't love Top Gun, you're yeah, probably yeah, on the wrong yeah. channel. <laughs> However, you got to see me mistype while they were talking. No, so like Cyberpunk or something. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, it's going to take place in LA in 2050. Um, some of the news going on in the world, or maybe even some local stuff. Uh, globally re renowned rock group, All the King's Men, uh, played their first ever show on the Lunar Colony. Cool. Um, so there's a, definitely a lunar uh, base, and uh, there's some civilians, and obviously there's military operations, things like that. Um, enough people to watch a concert. Yeah, right. There's uh, definitely enough. Uh, there's yeah, a small city up there. People work there. Uh, people live there. Um, I used to play people. bass for all the Kingsmen. <laughs> and it's made up of a, a bunch of guys that uh, who uh, pose as uh, former British rock stars. So you might have a guy that looks like Billy Idol for the singer. And, nice. Uh, maybe Brian May as a guitarist and John Bonham as the drummer. Uh, oh, Ringo yeah, Starr. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. They switch it out every once in a while, but they're always British uh, guys. Do they have different, like, cyber hollow masks yeah. or something? Well, no, just like they get uh, you know, they genetically modified to look like that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so they're kind of like the big cover band doing like retro music and stuff, but they're a big hit. They're like the biggest band on the planet at the moment. Or off the planet. Yeah, right, yeah, right now ah. they're off the planet. It's kind of crazy. They'll be returning to Earth soon enough. Biggest band in orbit. <laughs> right. Uh, there's a terrorist organization uh, called the Veer Society that have uh, 
uh, been infiltrating this big protest movement. There's a big protest movement going on with uh, about this uh, financial sector group called Liquid Holdings. They laid off a bunch of people, like a lot of their workforce. Um, and it turns out they're going to build this big like pleasure uh, pleasure palace kind of building, and people are kind of pissed off. You laid off all these people. You're building this thing. Um, but the Liquid Holdings group are like, oh, that's, that's that's BS fake news. We didn't lay off that many people. This has to do with our merger with uh, LifeLog Cybernetics. It's not a big deal. You know, it's just you know the cost of doing business kind of thing. Um, but the the Fear Society, like it's been word that they've been infiltrating the protest movement. There are a lot of protesters what's, in the streets. What's the name? Veer? The Veer, V-I-R. The V-I-R. Yeah, the Veer Society have been uh, infiltrating uh, this protest movement. It's, and it's like uh, worldwide. And so any any city that has like the either LifeLock Cybernetics or Liquid Holdings, there's protests outside. Think of like the yellow vest thing going on in Europe right now, but like on steroids. On steroids. So it's really cranked up. <clears throat> uh, so it could be, depending where you're at in town, it could be dangerous. A lot of protests and all that jazz. Okay. Also, and then the, the Veer Society has just recently released a video online that said they will uh, light the world's path to paradise. That sounds kind of just vague. Oh, I like it. Yeah, it's interesting. Not really. Yeah, no, no, it's pretty nice. No, no, I mean, I don't like <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it's bad. It's all bad. That's the part. No. It's probably interesting and very nice. But yeah. no, Hawk don't like that. No, that's all right. Uh, what is uh, one of Hawk's uh, uh -uh. contacts names? Could be, uh, I know you had like the... Um, the yeah, the so the, um, the Veterans Clinic doctor is um, uh, Dr. Vince Smith. <laughs> yeah, and who was the other the other person? Um, I'll have to give me just a second because I, I got to write down Vince Smith first. Yeah, oh, I got me too. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, street pharmacist, and I'll put that in quotes. Oh, right. Essentially, um, <clears throat> a drug dealer who is willing to also do things on the up and up. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so uh, his name is Fat Shady. Fat Shady. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And it's pronounced, it's pronounced, it's spelled P-H-A-T. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a fat shading. Going with the, uh, that's pretty good. Um, and shady is spelled with two E's. <laughs> Instead of a Y? <laughs> yes. All right. This is good. It's fat Wait, shady. Is it S-H-A-Y-D? It, it is now. Okay, cool. Fat shady. All right, sweet. Shady. So, uh, you get a call, or not even a call, you might, you get an encrypted message. Uh, so either if you want to do a laptop or if you have an encrypted phone, which you probably do, be next military. Yeah, uh, you got you got you're pretty squared away guy. So yeah, try to, and especially trying to keep, especially with the kind of stuff you deal with, you want to make sure everything's as encrypted as much as possible. So you it's like a matrix it. phone where you yeah. press it and the bottom just pops down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah slicks. All right. Yeah. So you get a call from me, uh, Mr. Wizard from Doc Smith, um, and he is currently actually on the lunar colony. Okay. Uh, doing some stuff up there, uh, and he'll be sending some uh, medicine your way and let you know where pickup is. But he did hear about a rumor about uh, some military, you know, organizations doing some uh, antimatter warhead testing on the moon. That seems bad. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I think they might have. One of the warheads might have been stolen. Ooh. It's just rumored, but like, it's just kind of like keep your ear to the ground if you hear anything. So keep your eyes open. Antimatter, keep your eye and ears. An antimatter warhead would yeah, have very hard. enough of a yield to throw would be, a meteor at the Earth from the moon. Probably. Yeah, it would be pretty bad depending how how much uh, you know how much antimatter they have because there's definitely issues with containment problems. Okay. Because how do you contain antimatter when it touches anything? So it's very hard to do. It's extremely expensive, right? You can get like. Uh, couple milligrams would be like billions of dollars right it's insane okay. but obviously the military they don't give they just have all the money in the world, right? oh yeah that. they do which is why i'm pissed that they don't buy the right drugs for the veterans right need yeah. It. yeah that's what they're spending their money on right? bastards yeah good stuff it's kind of crazy uh and then what we got kenji mm. x X. X is gonna give you it to you. X or Kenji? I guess it doesn't matter. It's gotta be X. X. That's X. a street name. X is gonna give it to you. Uh, give me a, a female name for an old flame of yours. Well, actually, <laughs> cinnamon can be, bun. Can it be one of my two contacts? Uh, or should it be someone else? No, it'd be somebody completely different. Okay. Um, um, <laughs> Sh Sheila. 
She's a Ian Lee Street fan. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because it's exactly what was in my mind. <laughs> so I was going to say uh, Sheila Eastlake. Is that the one? She was. She's a good drummer. Sheila E. Yeah. Yeah. She's. She always yeah, played the single yeah, drum. Yeah. She looked really oh, good. Oh, Sheila. <laughs> uh, 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 now, Sheila Eastlake. I was going to say, I just saw a video with her, like Sheila E. recently. Like, yeah, she's a badass, actually. Yeah. And uh, so Sheila is still in the executive protection service. She still does stuff, uh, but she does. She works for any of uh, very elite, um, like high end, either government officials or corporations. Okay. Which you might be kind of down on. It's kind of like why well, you guys don't get along, but you still talk every once in a while. But you're kind of like, man, why do you, why do you, get, why do you protect those assholes kind of thing? Right. She's like, it fucking pays the money. Right. She and was great she, in bed, but yeah, and she's tar- she, yeah, she's like, I'm not doing these small time gigs anymore. I'm gonna fucking take care of myself, get some bank away, mm-hmm. boom. So she gives you a call. She's like, hey, like, like it's almost like nine one one emergency. We need to meet. You pick the spot. It better be secure as hell. His beeper goes off. Nine one one. Nine one one. Now in this world, is there any chance we have like direct links? Like you were talking about encrypted phones. Like, could we get messages to our like our eyes and things? Yeah, like you that? totally can. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just thinking. Yep. I'm trying to get a sense for how advanced we are. Yeah, yeah, totally. I would say having a heads up display. You can technically have both. Vision. It's like having a work phone and a personal phone. Right. My work phone is the the <laughs> yeah. pop down right. phone. Yeah. So yeah, you don't have to have the physical device. You have it yeah. built in. You know, right. uh, you can have like a Mastoid combo, so you can just talk very softly and they could hear everything you know, is perfect right right so it depends how yeah how you guys want to work that okay out. so I, do i have to come up with a place to meet her yeah and it has to be in la she knows you work out of la usually right was um, that warehouse in la was that well, was, was say, that san francisco called bad guys warehouse oh no that was san that was it was san francisco the king.com is that you're talking about yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so when we <laughs> turned the corner up. like kurt kurt says i know that building <laughs> <laughs> presidio trust big <laughs> Um, <clears throat> so sure we can't meet in San Francisco. So the question is, is she looking for like an isolated place, or or can we meet at a, you know, like a bar or a restaurant that would just? Uh, no, it would have to be. No, this could be anywhere. This 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 could be anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Um, but she she would want to be like, hey, we you know make sure it's a safe spot where we can. Mm. She would want to make sure if she thinks anybody's overhearing, it could be. Uh, blocked or you know, things like that. Okay. So if you so are no, no place with free right. Wi-Fi. Yeah. Right. So in that case, uh, we go for a little bit more isolation. Um, I'll tell her I'll meet her at the fountain behind the Getty Museum. Okay. Um, there's a huge Getty Art Museum up on the hill that's like you know mm-hmm. really popular and famous, but there's grounds behind it with um, art work and a fountain where there shouldn't be. And you know there may be random people walking around, but it won't be very crowded. I'm probably bathing in the phone. We would be able to know who was there. We'd be able to see it pretty clearly. Okay. And it's outside of down, like downtown, so it's a little more, a little more isolated. But she can get there quick. I'm okay. dropping the fizzy bath bombs into the fountain just to see it fizzy overflow with fuzz and. Yeah, probably not. Uh, okay. Um, and by the way, I don't know LA well, so if any of this is untrue or not accurate, who cares? It's 2050. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. 30 years in the future, things change. Uh, uh, yeah, Name museum could be completely different. Who cares? Mm-hmm, the fountains, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's gone. It uh, so unless you want to do anything before the meet, uh, you guys just meet. Oh, is it just me? Yeah, she and I. So I'm not with Joe yet, right? No, with Hawk. No, no, no. Okay. Um, what's the description of uh, how she looks? Um, <laughs> and granted, that was, that's, 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 uh, I'll put this out because she is an executive protection. She's one of those chicks that is very. Uh, she's very built, very strong. She's right. not like overly huge, right? But she's tough, like super tough. Mm-hmm. But still has that beauty about her, right? Right. I mean? Yeah. So she's got. Um, she wears like a very business, like like a pencil skirt okay. and uh, like a button, like a well fitted button up white top with a jacket. And then she's got um, her hair back in a bun with like I think of it like um, chopsticks okay. you know, behind it. Like so they're probably like it's most likely. exactly. That's exactly two right. little miniature um, samurai swords. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. So they're yeah, it's they up in a bun, out. but it could come out and they basically be like throwing daggers for her. Mm. Um, and even though she's like everything she's wearing is form fitting, the jacket you know is pimped out inside so mm. that she can she has probably shurikens or things right. like that that she can use that's all it's probably armored and all that exactly okay. exactly and she's really really attractive kind of um like like almost everyone probably in america by 2050 but she's kind, <laughs> oh, yeah. of, kind of mixed race and like, once we've weeded out the, the others out of the gene pool she's right? a mixed mash of exoticness yeah, yeah. We're, all, we're all mongrels at that point and um and she's just really really attractive um just crowing out of the melting pot as beautiful people yeah, exactly yeah. so 
Um, I hate to do this to you, Kenji. I'm glad you're still around, but uh, uh, I've uh, stumbled across some information while I was uh, working for Liquid Holdings Group. Um, I need to, I need to, I need your help. I need you to escort someone to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh for Liquid Holdings? Uh, no, I do not know the exact um, delivery contact yet. Uh, I just know it's in Pittsburgh, um, but it has to happen within the next 24 hours. <clears throat> why, why, would I, why would I want to do this? Why, why are you asking me for this? It's been a while since you were in the escort service. Mm -hmm. How much money are you making these days? Not as much as I should be. All right. I can give you 10 mil for this job. Good Not as much as I should be is a good answer. <laughs> I like that. 10 mil? Yeah. Anyway, obviously I have to think about it. I could do a lot of good with that money. That's what I figured. Um, like, but I'm not interested in transporting some corporate head honcho. It isn't. This is an innocent person that's got roped into this craziness. <clears throat> he thinks about it. He generally trusts her. I mean, <laughs> we go back. Yeah. We're full friends. This is... When you say innocent, is this someone that, I mean, you know me, is this someone that I would want to help? Definitely. Pittsburgh. I don't know Pittsburgh at all. Well, you just got to get the person there. I'm not telling you to hang out. But they need to be intact. You know, can't have a corpse showing up. <clears throat> sure, there's I'll explain more when we meet. Yeah, you know, just, if you take it, but. I'm sure there's more to it than this, but uh, 10 mils is going to be hard to turn down. Um, he's thinking about some of the new cyberware you could get with that money. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, he says, "All right, well, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'll, I'll need to know more." All right, if you're interested, meet me tonight at midnight at uh, the Uptown Hotel. Is this, uh, is this a one-person job, or I need backup? No, you can hire whoever you want. Um, figure the ten mil will be enough to cover you and whoever else, but yeah, I could probably toss a couple more. I was gonna say, let's make it ten mil plus expenses. All right, done. All right. <laughs> You're going to submit a lot of expense reports, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. We're going to eat well on this trip. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Uptown Hotel tonight. Yep. Midnight. Uptown. Right. She's an Uptown girl. And he just uh, kind of nods at her and uh, he thinks about you know, going in for a kiss on the cheek, but he just nods at her and walks away. Gotcha. Thinks about it. <laughs> thinks about it. That's all he was thinking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thinking about that pencil skirt. <laughs> That's one of the reasons he liked her. Stacked. So is the innocent is the innocent guy's name antimatter warhead? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> negative. <clears throat> That's a negative ghost. Yeah, yeah, matter is tall, yeah. <laughs> How are we working it? Are we trying to cut this at a certain time and then Yeah, we'll stop at the hour and then pick up again okay. after we yeah, eat sure. pizza. That works. Yeah. I don't think people want to watch us eat pizza. Well, you never know. I was going to say, well, hold on. There, there was this news flash that came in about that. Just oh. want to make sure. No. Yeah, just, yeah, I'm pretty oh. sure. Science yeah. proven, it's proven it sucks. That's interesting. It does, uh, yeah. Uh, it, uh, science is that's out That's fake news. Yeah. Well, science is out to prove whether things suck or not. That's really all science does. <laughs> I think that's pretty legit, actually. It, it is, right. This, this sucks. Don't use that. Yeah, this exactly. is great. Yeah. Don't use it. It just doesn't suck. Right. It, it does sucks not, or doesn't, doesn't suck as much. But it's been proven the whole hot pineapple sucks thing. Anyway. Yeah. So what now we uh what are we doing now? I guess it's up to uh X. Yeah, so uh I mean he's got some time to kill before the midnight meeting. Right? Yeah, we say you got so. a few hours, you know, it was like late evening. I mean, I'm not going to go looking to recruit anyone until I know more about the deal. So um, if I'm just kind of killing time, I would probably, in, you know, back to my apartment building or my condo building, which has a pretty sweet gym in it. And I would uh, I would go down and hit some weights and work on some martial arts. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Put on a nice, clean black T-shirt and my uh, kind of... I would put black T-shirt on. Yeah. There you go. And uh, clean. get myself slicked up and ready to go meet uh, Sheila at midnight. Okay. Sheila. I think I know oh. any of her songs, actually. Anyway. Uh, all right, so you get to the hotel. She is hanging out in the bar waiting for you to show up. Uh, is it just you? Just me. Okay. Um, that's fine. 
as long as you can, you know, get the job done. I don't really care if it's you or. Oh, sorry, you're asking if it's just me for the job? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, uh, that depends on what you tell me about the job. You know, I don't like. I don't usually work alone, so I'll probably grab someone to come along with me. But it, who that is depends on what we're doing. Well, you might want to call him now because we're not going to have too much time. Uh, you need to get to the airport, get on the flight to Pittsburgh. And like I said, you just need to get there within 24 hours. You know, I'm not saying you got to take a plane, you know, but it's going to be the quickest route right now. Uh, you travel. got a private jet arranged, or uh, is com- are we flying commercial? What's uh, no, Southwest? Yeah, no, it, it is private. Yeah. Um, but it's still, yeah, it's, it's off, it's off the books as much as I can get it. Cause I still need to work within a, I still need to feign that I'm playing the game here. You know what I mean? Right. Why are, and why are you asking me to do this? I'm trying to think about if I need to bring someone because like, what's the oh, threat? What are we worried about here? I'll tell you more when the other person gets here. I don't want to have to repeat myself. <laughs> so if you, want, if you want more people in on this. <laughs> <laughs> so in that case, I would use. I want to make, uh, sure, make sure you're definitely in right. on this. I, I, I can give you a little bit more money. Basically, uh, I have a young female that you need to escort to Pittsburgh. Say um, no more. <laughs> uh, I mean, do I need muscle or smarts for this job? Both would work. <laughs> a little bit of both. I think uh, might be good. Give me a call. <laughs> um, All right. So I would probably uh, do the 2050 version of DMing uh, Hawk over here right. and hit you with like a. Essentially, a text message, and uh, hello, who was it? <laughs> and it'd be like, you know, hey, I know we haven't, uh, I know we haven't hung in a while, but I need you, good money, uptown hotel now. I'll send back, lol, otw, otw, on the way. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm not cool. I hit through the window. Um, yeah, I like it. No questions asked. So. Oh. Yeah. You're um, one of those guys, like, oh, we're going to go sure. hurt some people. You can't, you can't he said lots about. of money. Oh, that's right, yeah. Right. So, and, you know, I mean, in L.A. now, it takes 30 minutes to get anywhere, so I figure in 2050, it's at least an hour and a half. Uh, <laughs> but so, maybe not. Maybe we can so teleport. I'm yeah. there in, I'm, I'm there in one tech. minute and 38 mm-hmm. seconds. Yeah. Not that high tech. Right. So, uh, just fast. Although, if he has, uh, if he has any uh, contacts to get uh, use of an AV, you can just fly over yeah. the building. They don't call me Hawk for nothing. Uh, you take like an air taxi or something. One of those things. They call me Hawk because it's a bad joke on my last name. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like flying, so F that. Yeah, yeah, there's a planes. <laughs> hey man, it's better than Tweety. We could have called you Tweety. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was through through grade school. All right, so while you're waiting for him to show up, uh, she takes you up to, to her room and introduces you to a teen. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she introduces you to this teen girl. Her name's Cassidy. Um, she's like this timid blonde chick, uh, but she's pregnant. Mm. And then she kind of just, just inter- introduces you guys' names so you guys know each other's names. Uh, yeah, Cassidy, this will be, uh, Kenji will be taking you to Pittsburgh along with one of his other uh, colleagues. Uh, you'll be leaving in a couple hours. And she just asked her to get into the other room. Okay. Uh, how long do you think it'll take uh, your partner to get here? 30 minutes. Or do you want me to wait for him, or I can just tell you the deal now, or you, you can wait and I can tell you both yeah, of you guys? Yeah, no, no, let's, let's wait for him. We'll do it at once. Okay. <laughs> I rappel down the side and knock <laughs> on the window. Hey! Can't, no, probably not. Can't cut through these. <laughs> can't cut this. All right, so you get the, uh, she gets the notification that he's in the building and on his way up. Mm-hmm. So you get to the room, you see this uh, hot, super hot chick, stacked hot chick, and uh yeah. Uh, a pregnant you know, teenager? Yeah, the pregnant. Well, you don't see the pregnant teenager yet. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> She's in the other room. Uh, basically, this. <laughs> yeah, I got wind of something. Uh, you guys have heard about the Liquid Holdings and uh, LifeLog cybernetic merger. And you heard about the. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess you've heard, you know, the protests are going on and people getting laid off. And yeah, this bald dude told us about 40 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah that's a crazy bald guy. It's all about hot pineapple and everything. <laughs> Don't make me put up the news alert. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I'm paying you in hot pineapples. I didn't say dollars. It's a hot pineapples. Ten million hot pineapples. So the workforce is technically they've been replaced by androids. Oh, okay. Now androids aren't a big deal, but these days what they've been working on, they're almost you can't tell if they're human or android. Ooh. Like a Terminator kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, better control. So mm-hmm. 
this group has got all the information on the corrupt any of the corruption going on within both companies all the information on the replacements of all these people the workforce okay and that information uh you've heard of mnemonic couriers where they would take like information put into like a cyber chip in their brain well they're using a different uh way to store information now within dna so it's inside the unborn child so no matter what and I know it'd be nice if you can get Cassidy there, but the more important thing is you get that unborn infant to Pittsburgh. Okay. <laughs> so we could just put it in a jar and bring it. It's got to be alive. Huh. If it dies, the information fades out. Well, that sucks. So the info is coded into the baby's DNA, essentially? Yeah. Hmm. And what information is this again? This is like all the information on the androids, the replacement of the workforce, all the, all the people involved, names, transactions, everything. <laughs> And why does Sheila, Sheila want, like, why is this her job? Because this is bullshit. I think you might be right. Yeah, sure, I like the money, but this is fucking retarded. This isn't bad news. Ooh. Can't have this crap going on. <clears throat> now, okay. I'm going to play like I don't know anything and try to keep people off you as much as I can, but be prepared mm -hmm. for some type of re retaliation. I don't know. I don't know how good I've done covering my tracks. So I figure if I can offload it to somebody not as connected to me anymore, it might be easier. So she'll uh, kidnap the girl. Kind of, yeah. Stole the information. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Is Cassidy a girl or an yes. android? Oh no, she's yeah, she's human. Okay. Human. Yeah, the baby's technically human. They're just able to encode it. There's right. Lots of data in there. Yeah, yeah. through the DNA. Huh. Because huh. the baby's right. not using it for anything right now. To Pittsburgh. Yeah. What's in Pittsburgh? Uh, it's a medical facility. They'll be able to take care of what they need to. What does that mean? Take care of what they, they'll be able to extract. The they'll be able to extract the information the safely. Oh. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, they're going to try to extract the information so they could, you know, burn these people about it. You know, take these people down. Okay. But take the corporations down. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So it's imperative that the baby make it. Granted, I would hope you guys can get Cassidy there as well. But mm. I understand things can happen. <clears throat> okay. Well, I obviously feel a lot better about this job because yeah. not only is it a million, a million credits or a million dollars, it's uh, anything that's going to be work on helping take down or harm the interests of the large corporations. No. X is down with. Um, Agreed. Yeah. So. Um, and you know, I'm I'm happy to give you like ten thousand of it, so that's no problem. <laughs> so, of course, yeah, yeah. that'd be great. And, and just a little, and, just a little yeah. For some reason, in my mind, I don't know why, I have um, this image that Hawk really likes Oreo cookies. Oh, he does. They're like retro. They're double retro stuff. cool in 2050. Double stuff. Yeah. So I'll have you seen like the big ones, like one big cookie? Oh my gosh, no. like yeah. the two pounder. I just have this image of him, for some reason of him like twisting twisting the t things off of Oreos yeah. and double stuff. So I'll keep you in Oreos for the flight. All right, cool. <laughs> Tell you what, every time I save your ass, I get half again. So it's a diminishing return. <laughs> um, I'll do it. And Sheila kind of looks at you. I thought you were dead. <laughs> I am. I'm an asshole. <laughs> Heard you were dead. Escape from New York. Yeah. Right. Snake yeah. Yeah. Right. I keep going with it. Yeah. Um, so I'm good with that. Yeah. Cool. I am dead. Right. And so uh, he says, "Well, I'm ready to go. You know, I'm already suited out. I've got my sword. I've got my guns. Yeah, it sounds like it's a big rush. But, um, let's go." Yeah, I mean, the, do we have our tickets? Do it. Where's the? Plane? Well, it's a private jet, so you just gotta yeah. get to the airport and get to the right spot. Um, and after that, it's yeah, should be easy enough, I would think. Oh, of course, yeah, of course. Otherwise, um, this would be. A I heard you like to be prepared. I heard you regular Boy Scout. Well, yeah, is, I guess yeah. Is the uh, <laughs> is the pilot in on this? Yeah, he's one of my guys. He's my usual guy. He's kind of flighty. <laughs> um, what else do we need to know before a straight we straight shooter uh, I don't have the exact contact yet I uh, knew I could tell you that like when you get to Pittsburgh it will be at the the university there uh, Pittsburgh University um, I don't have the person's name yet I'll try to get to you that as soon as I have that information mm -hmm. um, hopefully that will be within a couple hours alright <clears throat> um is so this is a question that i need to ask joe to chris is there like a grid of face detection i mean do we have to keep this girl away from cameras i don't know how this might work yeah you yes yeah okay. just assume that any technology they're working on right now in 2019 yeah. real world yeah. is going to be amped up out the ass 
So we need to find a way to disguise her, keep her under yes. the radar as we can. Yeah. Even if it's a private plane, we've still got to get to an airstrip and there's going to be some kind of security around there. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you want to go back to the old abducting a little girl routine? <laughs> the old one, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I think dress her up as older, you know, throw on um, the hood kind of thing and We'll keep her uh, away from any prying eyes. I have to do that. And the good thing is, if it's a private jet, we probably don't have to get through main security and everything. No, we still have to airport. get to an airstrip, though. Yeah, yeah. got to get to the airport right. and get to the plane, right? <clears throat> so probably not. And she'll give you a credit stick for any expenses. Just you know, right? Whatever you burn on that, you do it. Okay. Um, Actually, she'll give you both credit sticks just in case. Uh, just in case there's a split up or whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna fill my apartment Oreos right <laughs> up to the door so I can just get in. Yeah. Well, so um, Ken, uh, Kenji X rides a motorcycle, so we could throw a motorcycle helmet on her and put her on the back with me, and that would help with facial recognition. Sure. Right. That could um, that could get us there, and then once we uh, once we get in the airport, we'll just have to figure out the. Keep her between us and keep her head covered without drawing too much attention. Yeah. I don't know what else, what other options there are. We'd go full total recall. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're not, <laughs> I mean, we're not going to go and like get her appearance like Jeanette, like, no, you don't have time for that. Or you, yeah, you don't have time yeah, for we, total recall. It's right. possible. We got to get her hair. And you might have the money now, but you don't have the time to set We got to get her hair tucked up into a baseball cap or something. Yeah, you can easily, you could easily dye hair, team. change makeup. Right. You could try to use some type of technology to change it, but then mm -hmm. you got to make sure that technology is going to yeah. stay. Right, right, right. I right, we just go to the plane right there's there's, there's, there's definitely things you, yeah, there's definitely things you wear like certain glasses could have like infrared and like any camera that hits it just like blotted out yeah. witness mm. um, but then that also causes hey what's going on with that guy yeah just right. normal security that's something yeah. Kind right. Of, yeah. right 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 <laughs> yeah i mean i think so, your hair up yeah you know, so we get her in a ball cap and a groucho march nose Man, yeah, the glasses. I mean, it's nighttime now, yeah. but you know, as we said, everyone can wear sunglasses at night because yeah. it's so uh, right. Because you know, they're, they're teched out, you can see through. Yeah, it's right. Really perfect. A Google Glass that actually works well. <laughs> um, <laughs> although you got to figure, a lot of the uh, security can see through. If you wear sunglasses, mm -hmm. they can still pick up you know, enough mm -hmm. features to identify somebody. Yeah, so, so you probably um, have to beat her in the face a couple of times. <laughs> I would say, why not? I mean, she's just pregnant. Yeah, right. <laughs> Poor kid. Yeah. She shouldn't have gotten involved with us at all. Yeah, right. I, I blame Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go play the drums. So do you want us to get to where we make a roll for this, or how do you want to do that? Yeah, we got to see how well you could uh, disguise this person. And um, <clears throat> I guess, how do you want to handle that? I mean, I just want to look through these moves and see. Uh I mean, it sounds like we're going to do the whole defy danger thing. Yeah, because I don't know if you guys have any skills. I know, I think, like, maybe the face man character would have had more help on, like, yeah. how to do that kind of thing. But So I'm looking at the basic move, or I'm sorry, the <laughs> core move of stay frosty, and that's when you act despite imminent danger, fear, or risk, which yeah. is, you know, that's where we are. You roll plus steady. Yeah. Um, and it's the same as all the, the defy danger stuff. Right. But uh, on a 10 plus, you succeed. Seven and nine, you succeed. But the GM will present you with a worse outcome, hard bargain, or ugly choice, that kind of thing. Uh, now, as far as uh, um, preparing, I'm not really sure, other than like a drop science kind of thing, the spout lore kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I didn't put anything in skilled. I don't know if right. you did. No, you you the yeah, the only thing I'm wondering, I have this um, street <clears throat> samurai trait I took honorable, which is when I uphold a tenant of my code, I can roll and potentially, depending on how I roll, pull strings, manipulate, or make someone sweat, which I would think that what we're doing here is like, I mean, this is like right in my wheelhouse of my code. So maybe yeah. if we get stopped, or you know, yeah. maybe I can then use that role for make that, that thing. Yeah. and maybe manipulate and pull strings to get through. I'm just thinking ahead. So the way I wanted to play my characters as being prepared, the Boy Scout thing, I do think I want to try, even though I don't have the points and skill, I do want to try the um, drop science. So I want to consult my knowledge of airport security. Okay. And um, 
to determine facts about it. Well, not and having... using that to help disguise her or to help right. Keep so her you might under the radar. You might figure out. Okay, uh, I know LAX uh, uses these security systems because mm-hmm. I have contacts in the whatever blah blah blah. And don't forget, you have a vet as a hacker that you might be able to contact to go. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you bypass these systems or kind of take them offline or the mm-hmm. point cameras this or that or you know mm-hmm. things like that. Okay. Which is also kind of like your pull strings kind of thing, I guess, yep. a little bit, too. So I'm going to try that. I'm going to go with um, consulting my knowledge of airport security. All right, we'll see. see if, we'll we see if, yeah, if you know enough, and maybe they haven't changed anything yeah. in the last few years or not. Well, let's try that. See what I got. So that would be a no, because okay. I rolled a four and a one. Like, yeah, maybe you'll write a virtual yeah. chip on your yeah. um, But here's what I can do. <laughs> I can choose or use my adapt and overcome. When right. I fail a move, instead of marking experience, I can roll again. It's still plus zero. Right, right, yeah. But if I get at least a seven, <laughs> Kurt was Kurt going for the chip. Um, if I get at least a seven, Give one I get a plus one forward or yeah. plus two forward. Yeah. Sorry, let's try that. Okay. I'm going to adapt and overcome my lack of knowledge, perhaps. Seven? I, yeah. I did. So with a seven to nine, I take plus one forward. Okay. So that means, you know, the next, next time I roll And that's roll just on, for you going. Yeah, that's again. just me. Because you, I think you have something to give bonuses to other people, right? Uh, I don't think I do. Or was that him? You have oh, no, no, my go tactical, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Gotcha. But that's checking the situation during combat, and we're not in combat. Right. Okay. Yet. Yeah, of course not. We're close, I'm sure. <laughs> right. What's our time? Yeah. Uh, we're at 55. All right. We're good. Okay. Uh, did you want what to if? contact your veteran or not, or you just want to wait it out and see what... What are, you, um, what are you guys doing? Yeah, so I I, I realize that I don't see everything um, for sure, and I'm sure of that, and that's why I'm going to use that as a plus one forward. You know, next time I act, I, I'm, I'm paying attention, but right. not everything is where I expected it to be. Right. So I, he's, I definitely, definitely, he's definitely like, I know that I don't know. Yes. <laughs> so I could uh, I would I could definitely call Y Yvette. I call her Y. Yeah. Uh, I've worked with her a lot. She's a good friend and mm-hmm. she's top quality hacker so she should know something about the systems where we're going or potentially or be able to find out right. so so would i roll for that yes oh and chris is writing something too oh nice i rolled an eight and skilled is plus zero for me so that'd be eight well, that's eight which we'll take a full eight you just leave the dice on on there it'd be easier so maybe she knows something. You have, to, you have to eat this. So she could probably help you out because um, you will have to go through some security. Um, so here's the option. I could help you out. I could kill security from your location to airport, or I could try to kill, it's a little bit harder, try to kill security at the airport. Um, but I won't be able to kill as much at the airport. Yeah. Because they've just upgraded their systems because of a lot of the terror stuff going on. I think Which is why you might have been having trouble. Yeah, so I think we're going to be good getting there because I, I think I just can put her in a full motorcycle helmet, which no. can detect get through that. No, yeah. you should be fine. I think we're going to be fine. It's usually, there, if you know. just try to cover your face with something, it could try to, uh, you know, uh, right. figure the, out, fi- fill in the missing blanks. Where you're, you're the not whole thing be, you can't tell, it doesn't know what the hell's going on. Right. You're not going to be the only one riding a motorcycle today. I hope. Right. 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 So um, shouldn't be too obvious. Yeah. So I mean, uh, the only thing is, you guys will be leaving, like you know, be like. What two in the morning or something yeah. like that? So there's not as much. Well, there's still a lot of traffic. It's not yes. one of those things. It's still Vegas like the, it's yeah, still right. It's still LA, yeah. yeah, the city never sleeps kind of thing. Um, so I'd rather have her try to help us at the airport, even if it's a lower probability. Okay, right. Yeah, she goes. I, I might have a little bit of problems, but it, it might save you guys a little bit of time. Cool. Um, she do does, what you can do. She does give you one piece of information. Um, it's up to you if you want to share it or not. Uh, <laughs> and then she hangs up. <laughs> It says, I need a new pole. <laughs> <laughs> Meet you at the gurgling goldfish. The gurgling goldfish. Um, uh, the Phoenix Fire Forge. Yeah. Was it Fat Shady? <laughs> fat Shady. <Yeah>. Fat Shady. <laughs> so, That's how he talks, by the way. He's always out of breath. Fat Shady. Uh, Sheila comes in the room. She says, you guys need to leave. Uh, I just got word that I might be blown on this. So... Uh, expedite i will try to cover your ass as much as i can from here um i will text you the information about that your contact in pittsburgh uh within uh, i should have it in probably by the time you get to the airport all right good good luck good luck now i'm Uh, curious on airplanes. thanks and good luck thanks and good luck (laughs) on airplanes now 
how much of your cyber implants do you have to turn off before they'll take that? <laughs> they figured it out. <laughs> really? Yeah, you're you totally to, right. Yeah, you can, I don't have to turn off my. As long as, um, as, long as you don't have like any antimatter warheads it's, with you, I think you're pretty cool. I got no guarantees. This right. baby could also be an antimatter warhead. Right. I've had to deal with babies before. They're explosive. <laughs> All right, so he, he's going to be on the bike with chick on back. Yeah. Check on back. Yep. You're not like old school sidecar maneuver. No, no, no. I'm on like a, a, a Suzuki cross. So you're super speed. Super speed. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to slow down so you can keep up. No, I'm gonna get on the skateboard behind you and just hold it back. No, no, no. Well, maybe a hoverboard. <laughs> the fact you stuff. Hoverboard. If it was a hoverboard, I'd be way more safe. Um, uh, I'll take. Uh, so you're kind of gonna ride shotgun in another vehicle, almost. Yeah. yeah okay. say, and and I assume I'll have a vehicle of some type. But. And whatever we can give yeah. you like an up, you can take like an up armored. BMW, yeah. a little beefy with like you can even have like an hour air supply, that kind of like yeah, that, that, that works, sure, something fancy. Um, but just keep them. <laughs> it's a rental. I don't give a crap about it. <laughs> exactly, it's a rental. <laughs> so but, is your uh, plan to be like on their ass or like almost backing up to where uh, I could pick up somebody following them? Exactly, the second one in a different lane um, <laughs> where I know the roads. I would take a different road to end up in the same spot okay. and just not look like I'm trailing them. Okay, so you're definitely leaving the hotel. Not the same time. You're, walk, uh, you're not walking within out within a minute. Okay, but you're definitely uh, not walking out together. You don't even no. want to seem like okay. No, gotcha. right. no I would I would uh, get in the car, <laughs> wait for them to pull away, get um get the right station on the radio, yeah. maybe put on some oldies, Megadeth or something. <laughs> Real old school. Yeah, <laughs> super old. It's seventy year old music. Yeah, at that he point. sells, but he was buying. Exactly. Huh? That's good. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. So uh, you crotch rocking it up. <laughs> He's down the road. Uh, you want to Everything's go? totally electric now, right? I mean, so there's no gas. Uh, no, you could still have older vehicles like, if you want it on purpose. Like they're not. Yeah. They're going to. They're going to tax you out the ass for that. But the electric still, vehicles have gas sounds. Yeah, you but, yeah, right. Totally. And uh, yeah. but yeah, it's going to be one of those things you could definitely do it if you want to be one of those people like I don't want to get EMP'd kind of thing, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you, like you, like your prepper buddy, he's got all old shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> like computers. He's still got wind up watches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not in, we're not using like small scale nuclear fusion yet or anything, right? <laughs> no, not not for like uh, personal conveyances, no. Okay. But like uh, military vehicles might have stuff like that. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, Why don't we wrap it there? What else? Is that good? No, you got, you got something else. All right, okay. so Hawk, you what wait. You, uh, you, I say you wait maybe two minutes. Okay. Give it because you know yeah, exactly where he's going, yeah. and you know you'll be able to catch up. You do notice. Uh, Three bikes similar to his go tearing down. Uh, look like uh, dudes in. Uh, you can definitely tell they're either mercenaries or executive protection kind of looking guys. Okay. They're like nice suits, but they're probably armored suits. Uh, um, and one of them you kind of notice when as he moves, he got like an AK-97K, like a short barrel, like a, almost like a crank off, like underneath his jacket, and they go zooming down the road. Uh, and then right then. All right. I'll press the button. We can all say bye. Hey. Thanks for watching. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Got to get that pizza.